0: Hello, and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast, number 1591. The topic is nutrition, and the title is The Trade Off. So, in today's podcast, what I want to talk about is the faster you want results, the more disruptive what you have to do to get those results is to your lifestyle. And the faster you want results, the less of those results you get to keep. There's a trade-off between results and sustainability. And sustainability in the sense of like the lifestyle of the actions you're doing and sustainability in regards to the degree of results that you achieve. Again, the faster you want results, the more disruptive it is to your lifestyle. Therefore the less likely it is that you can maintain those actions. And the faster you want results, the less of those results you get to keep because you have to kind of like rebound afterwards. So let's look at some like kind of typical situations, what you see. The person's overweight. They eat inconsistently. It's not that they overeat as much as they just kind of don't eat, then they overeat, then they don't eat, then they overeat. So it's more inconsistent eating. They don't have a healthy kind of knowledge of nutrition. They don't have great habits. They just kind of grab food as they can, when they can. And it's not really like nutrition is kind of a secondary part to their life. And what they believe to be healthy is food choice specific, meaning things that are organic, you know, or brown rice over white rice. So what they believe to be healthy is specific to foods, not the actual structure of how they eat the food. And they believe in order to lose body fat, they have to eat significantly less. And they have to eat these quote-unquote healthy foods that they don't necessarily like. So they take uh, one of a few options. So one option is they find a diet that has specific meals, specific foods, specific amounts of foods, and specific times you would eat. Like everything's just specific. It's black and white. It's do this and nothing else. It isn't personalized, and they have to change pretty much everything they're doing about what and when they eat. And it's often overly restrictive. It causes an enormous initial deficit. So they start it, they struggle to find time for food, uh, you know, kind of like meal prep, like prepping the food and make sure it's available and ready to eat. And they make mistakes along the way, but they might lose a little bit of weight initially. But because of the mistakes, because of the struggles, they feel like a failure and they're constantly falling off their plan. It isn't sustainable, so they quit and they go back to what they were doing before. But overwhelmingly, it's likely that they'll end up gaining more weight than what they were originally before they started that diet. So you'll hear people like they start a diet, come off a diet, start a diet, come off a diet, start a diet, come off a diet. All of a sudden, after two or three years, they're they're 10 pounds, 15 pounds heavier than they were two or three years ago. So they do a diet, come off a diet, do a diet, come off a diet, and each time, it somehow gets worse. Another option is a person finds a diet that has some structure, has some rules, but is very open. Think of like ketogenic diets or intermittent fasting. And they think, okay, well, I have some freedom of food choice, and I like that, but I have constraints on maybe the category of my choices, for example, no carbohydrates, or on timing, you know, you can only eat during a certain time of the day, that would be intermittent fasting, and they do it for a while, and they usually can last longer than the first option I mentioned, <laughs> uh, you know, the black and white kind of diet, they can last a little bit longer doing something that has a little more freedom, and it seems to be working, they, they see some weight loss, they They like the freedom within the program. But then life happens. (laughs) You know, something gets in the way of the rules, and maybe they go to a party, maybe there's just chaos and they can't eat when they were supposed to, they can't eat what they were supposed to, and it just, it's a bummer. You know, like, they fall off the plan, and, you know, not necessarily for, because they were mentally weak, it's just crap got in the way, life got in the way, you know, that happens. Life is not predictable in any way whatsoever. So, their perfect plan kind of falls apart a little bit. And especially if they were doing a ketogenic diet, and all of a sudden they ate some carbs. Well, gum you know, you, learn, you gain like four pounds overnight. You feel depressed. The next day you're not really super motivated. You know, you kind of eat a little bit of this, eat a little bit of that, or maybe you lose your damn mind and eat everything. <laughs> so you gain another one or two pounds. But... You're like, you know what? I, I can't do this. I don't want to fail. I'm going to get right back on the diet. So they get right back on the diet, but they're overly restrictive. They overdo undereating to make up for the overeating. So the weight starts to come off, but they have super strong cravings. And they're just mentally fatigued, tired, frustrated, hungry as hell, moody, you know? So they overeat again. Their weight goes up. They feel like a failure. And then that cycle continues. Or if they're doing intermittent fasting, you know, a life event happens that messes with their timings. They have to adjust from their usual time. Not a big deal, you know, but it starts to happen more often. And now all of a sudden, when they want to reset their, their time frame, it seems to cause more cravings and hunger and struggle. And eventually that timing window seems to kind of move around every day depending on what's happening within the day. And it doesn't have that same kind of degree of structure anymore, and therefore they stop seeing significant weight change. So again, they feel like a failure. And there are many other options, but these are some pretty common ones. But in all of these options, the faster you want results, the more extreme things you have to do. Let's ask ourselves a couple questions. Do you have the capacity for more stress? So if I have to change everything I'm eating, that means I have to change the way I shop might change the way my, how much food costs. Do you have the budget for that? You know, do you have the mental capacity to learn how to cook different foods, to prepare different foods at different times? You know, it, it, it can cause stress. Do you have the capacity for more stress? Do you have the margin in your life for different food prep, for different meal times, for different food costs? And also the faster you want results, the less results you get to keep long-term. So we've all seen these You know, amazing social media transformations. You know, these 30-day transformations, 60-day transformations, 90-day transformations. But do you ever see the person 30, 60, or 90 days later? After the after photo. So we have a before photo, we have an after photo, but what's the after after photo? (laughs) Do you ever see that? No, you don't. I do, (laughs) because I coach people. I've worked with over 3,000 people. I know exactly what happens. I'm the person that they come to after those 30, 60, 90 days and what they achieved is gone or they're in a horrible place mentally and emotionally and they don't know what to do because what they did wasn't sustainable and they can't go back to it. I'm the person who comes back and fixes all that. The reason why I'm not the person that does it is because I know it's crap. It's absolute crap. As a trainer, I would get people's money they would lose a significant amount of weight initially, feel amazing, super happy, love it. But then the end result is they're unhappy because it wasn't sustainable, they're gonna lose most of the results, they're gonna feel like a failure, and they're gonna be worse off than when they met me. I do not want to take people's money and leave them worse off. Hell no. So that's why I don't do those kind of crazy transformations. You know, could I put together a major transformation process? Sell it super cheap, get a bunch of people to do it, make a ton of money. Sure, I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. Uh, you know, in terms of knowledge, it's a problem in terms of like morals. I don't want to do that because I know what it is. I know what the after-after photo is. I know what the after-after mindset is. I know how much those things hurt people. And there's a better way to do it. Slow and steady, as they say does win the race. It's not an exciting race. (laughs) You know, if you're going to watch a a race of rabbits versus a race of turtles, there's clearly one that is more exciting, (laughs) unless you're strapping those turtles to some, you know, uh, matchbox cars or some kind of, uh, you know, remote control car. It's really pretty uh, boring to watch turtles race. I actually can't even say that I've ever done that because it was so damn boring, no one made me do it. No one offered that I could do it. You can't watch turtles race because no one wants to watch turtles race, right? And I'm not saying that everybody needs to go slow and steady. That's boring. That's not super exciting. But you do need to be aware of the trade-off. Whatever you do that's extreme will not last long-term. The actions that produce the change will not be sustainable. So what actions will you go back to? What will you do after the extreme stuff is done? that's the question that's the question that's the key that's the thing no one ever talks about what will you do when the extreme stuff is done what are you going to do how will you eat when the way you ate isn't sustainable when what you do can no longer be done emotionally mentally financially When you're burned out, when you can't handle the stress, what will you do when the extreme can no longer be done? What will you do? What will you do in the (laughs) after-after? Right? No one talks about that. No one thinks about that until they're in it and then they go, oh shit. What will you do? Most likely you're going to go back to what you did in the first place. You're going to go to what you were doing before you were doing the extreme because you don't know what else to do. And what you were doing before you did the extreme was what made you overweight and then it'll make you overweight again. How do we fix that? Education. That's how we fix it. I encourage people to learn and to focus on changing their daily habits in a sustainable way, a lifestyle sustainable way. Learn how to eat what actually is the definition of healthy. It's not specific foods. And learn how to do it in a sustainable way. Now, you can do that in kind of two different approaches. So, I'm saying you need to learn the slow and steady. But it doesn't mean you can't do the fast and crazy. (laughs) You know, you can start with learning the slow and steady. Figure out, okay, so this would be the baseline of how I actually should eat. This is what I should do when I have to go back to something. Once you learn it, and you're like, okay, I got a pretty good handle of this, you know, I have my calories in range, I'm getting good protein, I'm eating pretty good distribution. I've seen some weight loss along the way, but it's kind of plateauing a little bit. What should I do next? Well, you can do some crazy stuff. You can go crazy. Just do some wild crazy crap, and know that it's not gonna be sustainable, but it'll push the meter, you know, it'll push the mark, it'll, it'll push your weight loss, it'll push some progress. And then once you're burning out or once you're at the end of it, you go back to those new habits that you learned. This is what I do. So I know the baseline of the best things to do to stay lean and still have good muscle tissue, good energy throughout the day, and kind of feel good and live a healthy lifestyle. And then when I have the capacity to push myself, I'll try some crazy things. This is what I do, this is why I experiment with things. I've lost 50 pounds in 10 weeks or less, three different times. I lost 50 pounds in eight weeks one time. I've lost 70 pounds over the course of 10 months, that involved me doing 6 a.m. cardio every single day and I didn't miss a single day in 10 months. When I was trying to gain weight, I remember I drank a gallon of milk a day for two years, didn't miss a single day in two years. I have done some extreme things and I'm saying that it's totally okay. But you have to know what to go back to. You can learn the baseline, the slow and steady first, and then do the crazy. You can start with the crazy (laughs) and then learn along the way of what you would actually go back to. The key is that you, you know now, or you learn, you educate yourself on what is the thing I go back to when I can't do the extreme anymore. Don't go back to what you used to do. You're going to get what you used to got. Right? You're going to go back to being overweight. So learn a new baseline. Learn the slow and steady. And then periodically, when life gives you the windows, go nuts. <laughs> Try some crazy things. Totally fine. But make sure that you've learned that baseline first. So you can go fast. You can go crazy. That's totally okay. But know what to do next. Know what to do in the after-after. Well, there's two ways you can do that. Podcast 1,232 is a nutrition podcast titled Start Here. You can listen to that podcast, go step by step by step, and it'll tell you, that's me telling you, (laughs) exactly how to set up your own nutrition program. That is the after-after. So that podcast, 1,232, will tell you everything. Then we also have our one-on-one nutrition coaching service, which is just a hundred dollars a month. There's no contract. You can, you know, use it for however long you want. Hundred dollars a month nutrition coaching, one-on-one, and I will actually go through what you eat, what you do tell you how to create a lifestyle sustainable way of doing that. Uh, And then I'll teach you the crazy things after that. Or we can start with crazy and then I'll teach you the slow and steady uh, as we're going through the crazy. But if you want some one-on-one help and you can afford the $100 a month, we have our one-on-one online coaching. You get to work with me directly. I help you with everything. If you want to do it on your own, save some money, then podcast 1,232 is the answer for you. Okay. Well, uh, I wish you the best of luck, and uh, just make sure you pay attention to what you're going to do after. What are you going to do next? Okay. Well, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let me know by email at brillardjim at gmail.com. If you like today's podcast, please share uh, the podcast with anyone. Share it on social media. If you can, that reaches the most people. When you share it, let people know that we answer questions for free, and then that that's the benefit of the service of the podcast. And then thank you to those who donate to support the podcast, that way we can actually do that service of answering people's questions for free. I truly, genuinely appreciate the financial support. The hosting cost is high every single year, I give an hour to the podcast every single day, Uh, so I really do appreciate the financial help, it means a lot, so thank you to those who do that. If you want to donate, you can do so on our website at www.brillairandgym.com, even just $5 a month, it does add up, it absolutely does help, so thank you to those who do that. If you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. On Instagram, I post every single day, and on YouTube. So find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.